everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today it's been, uh, what, about five days, but we're, uh, we're still going to talk about the, uh, some Super Bowl ads from Sunday's game. We do this every year, so we got to talk about what stood out to us, why we thought those ads were the best. Not we yep. weren't impressed with a lot. I we were talking before the show. I don't think there was a lot that we were impressed with, but maybe a few that stick out. So, yeah, and we'll we'll compare. Kind of, uh, I got the USA Today pulled up. Um, they mm-hmm. ranked all of them from one to fifty-one. First of all, I did not realize there were fifty-one. I didn't that was either. A surprise to me. Um, <laughs> I must have been so, getting some snacks in between. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so yeah, but when I when I scroll back through it, I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember that one mm-hmm. vaguely. I'm, in, I'm interested to hear what you think. Um, and then I'll, there's actually only one that I, if I was doing this show, that I would actually really remember from the from, from the Super Bowl. So I'll reveal what that was. That was only um, two for me. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like <laughs> three million, six million bucks a spot. And like you might remember one or two sure. from the whole, yeah. whole series. Like crazy and there's a lesson Um, i think there's a a huge lesson and unfortunately it's tied into getting big uh you know in this case it's getting it's getting a big name to endorse your product or getting a big name to tie your product around but uh, obviously i think it worked but i'll explain the reason why sometimes you remember the people or the, the the actors in the commercial more than you remember the product itself but yep. I think this particular commercial did a great job of highlighting the product uh, and didn't cool. get away from it, so to speak. Nice. So, um, All right. Well, it's a nice tease yeah. before we get into our beverages. Okay. So, All right. All right. Well, I will go first. Okay. Um, so I picked up one today. It's, uh, I don't know if this is a racist beer or not. Um, so hopefully <laughs> we don't get canceled beer. or anything. I know. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's called, uh, block this. Where's my screen blocker here? <laughs> it's called the Caucasian. Oh, nice. A white Russian Imperial stout. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's the can from the Texas the ale project. Caucasian. The Caucasian white Russian Imperial Stout. It's got a picture of a dude without a face on the side of the can. (laughs) And it says it's um, brewed with Full City Rooster Cafe Roasting Studio. So what got my attention is that it's a white Russian Imperial Stout. White Russian, yeah. Right? So it's not I know what a white Russian is. Right. I don't think I've had a white Russian. So this is brewed with whole Madagascar bourbon, vanilla beans, Mm -hmm. full city rooster, cold brewed coffee, and American oak. Caution plays tricks on the palates, but the end result is quite decadent. So it's a 9% ABV. Mm. um, And it's an imperial, it's an imperial stout, Russian imperial stout, which you usually think of as super dark, right? And, and this is an ale. Yeah. So now that my concern is it's got a IBU of 75. Oh man. So I'm not sure what to expect with uh, that high of an IBU with a Russian Imperial stout. Like I'm not weird. sure what's, what's going to go on there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Yeah, what do you got on your You're expecting uh, those things to be really sweet or right. more sweet. Yeah. So yeah. Be interesting. 
All right, so I'm uh, I'm staying on point this week from uh, my previous sweet baby, uh, sweet baby. What was it? Sweet baby espresso or sweet baby Java? Sweet baby Java. Yeah. Yeah. So this week um, from Duclaw Brewing Company, I have one of their others called Sweet Sweet Baby Banana. I like it. Um, hey, if, you, if you got the sweet baby going on, you might as well just name your whole line after it. <laughs> And then they just had just Jesus. They have one that's called just Jesus or, or uh, no original Jesus, or I, I believe is what it's called. Um, oh, okay. But this one is uh, sweet baby banana. I picked it up and uh, it is the reason I picked it up is if it were just the banana, I probably would not have uh, grabbed it, but it's got chocolate, peanut butter and banana porter. Oh, wow. So that's my kind of sandwich right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Elvis would be proud. Um, Do you do the peanut butter and banana sandwich? I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That was a go-to growing up, especially, but with or without mayonnaise. um, Whoa. Mayonnaise with peanut butter and banana. Yes. Oh my gosh. I have never heard of such a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's the way you made them, but no, I heard somebody else and they were like, what? I've had mayonnaise and banana sandwich and I've had yes. peanut butter and banana they sandwich, get, but I have never had the, man. oh man. When you go home, you got to try that. You got me intrigued. Sorry. Yeah. Cause you did get me, you got, you got me intrigued one time before on the, uh, the slice of apple on the grilled cheese. So I mm-hmm. tried that. You were spot on. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it gives you a, a, for one thing, it helps to keep it sticking to the roof of your mouth. So, okay. Mayonnaise, but, um, <laughs> I thought the yeah, peanut no, butter gives, did that. <laughs> gives it a little bit of tang, you know, okay. depending on what kind of mayonnaise you I use, see. of course. Oh, it's so. gotta be Dukes, right? Yeah. Dukes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any of those. Probably not Miracle Whip. No. That's a little no, too, too much yeah. tang. So yeah. anyway. Here we go. All I'm right. going to, I'm going to show this one. It's uh real quick. It is a, um, 6.2. Yeah. Enjoy the enticing encore to the, to our favorite heavenly to our original heavenly favorite, this addition of sweet banana to our smooth and creamy chocolate peanut butter uh, experience will have you ready to exclaim a new name. I'll just say I might have to play a little Elvis if uh, if this one yeah. gets a if this one gets a five zero. I might have to play a little Elvis in the background. Yeah, there you go. All right, all right. Here's well, what it looks like. Up. Oh yeah, pretty dark. Oh yeah, that is dark. All right, here we go. Cheers. Mine's pretty good, too. I like it. It's very, it's much, it definitely has a little bit of bitterness. Mine has a little, um, yeah, it's actually pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. Um, When you first drink it, it's got a little bit of an aftertaste, but not too bad. So I like it. I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give this a 4.5. Wow. Very nice. (laughs) Yeah. I was I'm a little surprised. It's pretty good. It's definitely rich. Still got that richness, but not like sweet rich, like yeah. some of the typical Russian imperial stouts. Um, so, yeah. It's good. How about you? It's close, but it's not going to get a five. Uh, okay. I was like, when I first took a sip, I'm like, man, I might need to queue up a little. I was hitting the YouTube uh, to pull up some Elvis some Elvis favorites. And then, um, and then I started feeling that, uh, that aftertaste, which is not bad, but it's, um, mm, 
a little too uh, bittersweet chocolate for me on the aftertaste. So um, I'm going to give this one a, uh, I'm going to give it a four, four, six, four, six. Okay. It's pretty strong. Pretty yeah. strong. Yeah. It's good. So what would, ha- what would the song have been if you had chosen a song? Ooh. Um, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> True Elvis fan there. there going really go. deep, going really deep in the archives there. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to refresh my uh, Elvis um, playlist to see what's yeah. what's what's available. But uh, pick the side A track on that one, didn't you? <laughs> Easy no deep cuts. No and deep I just, cuts for you. I know, and I just, I mean, I saw the uh, we saw the movie like uh, what six months ago or something like that. It's not been yeah. that long ago that. I should be I remember familiar. growing up, my mom had, you know, she loved Elvis. She had a couple albums. And I remember she had one of those. So, you know, this is the seventies, you know, mm-hmm. and she had one of those giant consoles, you know, that's mm-hmm. like had the speakers and the turntable and the radio all in, but they're like six feet long and three yeah. feet high and yeah. two feet deep. Oh, wow. Like, weighed a thousand pounds or whatever like remember those old things like, oh yeah kind of matched the giant tvs that we had back absolutely. then. absolutely yeah i remember every saturday morning or she would like fire that thing up and just be blasting it's the crazy. elvis yeah so um true fan right old, there yeah good old vinyl days <laughs> vinyl and uh, when you had uh your your like you said the the giant tvs with the they were actually a piece mm-hmm. of furniture they weren't an electronic device yeah like people didn't want to help you move because of the TVs, you know, like <laughs> now it's like pianos, but TVs yeah, back then right. were as heavy as a piano. That's right. Uh, so anyway, all right, well, let's roll into the Super Bowl yes. commercials. Speaking of um, TV. I am, I am curious to hear your favorite um, and then we'll reveal the USA Today favorite. Okay. And I'll say my, I don't even know if it's my favorite. Well, I guess it was. It's most memorable, and I thought it was kind of cool. So, because it mm-hmm. kept me really engaged. I remember when it came on, I was completely like in. I was I was in a trance, waiting for to see who it was and what it was about. Okay. So, so uh, I'll let you start. All right. Your- so I, here, I'm going to pull up for our audience to look at. I may have to throw okay. throw the mic up close to it. Let's see here. I got to share this. So the winner for me uh, on. Super Bowl 2023. I was actually I was anticipating this commercial because I actually I knew about it a little beforehand. The popcorners breaking into something good commercial. Oh uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. I really so I didn't know what to think about this commercial. I just knew that the characters from Breaking Bad were going to be in it, yeah. uh, which intrigued me because that's you know that was a show that I really enjoyed watching. I mean, it's probably 10 years ago now that that show has been, yeah. since that sh- it was, show wrapped up. It was, yeah, and it was everywhere at the time, right? I mean, everywhere. it dominated. Yeah. It was kind of like Game of Thrones recently. Like, it dominated everything. Absolutely. Like they were doing, I remember uh, Andy Stanley in Atlanta was doing sermons mm-hmm. based on Breaking Bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I yeah. Wonder, I'd be interested to hear, hear that tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. no, I, I think the, the thing that, is, so it was intriguing. It brought back, obviously, familiar ca- uh, characters uh, from the show. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to see, I'm going to put, I'm going to play the commercial. Yeah. 
This is a bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Popcorners? You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White! Jesse, everyone's gonna want to taste. And I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? They call them popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> popcorners! Tight! 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 got six signature flavors, y'all. Seven! You make seven! Seven works. <laughs> so what I liked about that was it didn't get away from the uh, the actual product, right? So you act, that was the, the product was the focus of everything. And they talked about it in the commercial, uh, natural mm-hmm. ingredients. You know, everything's natural, all the flavors. And yep. uh, so unlike so many of these commercials, they bring in a lot of these... Uh, high-profile characters, and you really don't remember much about the product. Really, the product in this one is pretty much the center piece of the conversation. That's what's going yeah. on. Yeah, and it looks like they used the actual footage from yeah, they did. the series, right? Yeah, just absolutely. CGI'd a little yeah. lips and stuff like that. I mean, I have, yeah. It's crazy what they can do these days. Yeah, with the uh, RV uh, in the background and, and Tuco, which is one of the, uh, one of the drug kingpins that they were selling meth to at the time, you know, yeah. is bringing in all these familiar, familiar characters. So if you like the, if you love the show, obviously there's a tie into nostalgia. Anybody that loves the show is going to obviously really enjoy that. But you know, this company, you know, the makers of this product, it was really brand focused. So I think they did, a and I don't know what, you know, what it cost them to put this together, you know, bringing in these, yeah. these high profile actors, but. Well, they uh, probably could just buy the, the rights, right. Cause they don't actually have to bring them into the set. Right. Um, yeah. Cause they could probably even do voices and everything with AI now. Yep. Like they probably yeah, didn't have absolutely. to have them in studio. They just had to get permission, the rights. So exactly. Which, which is interesting. Cause if that's true and I don't know exactly how they did it, mm-hmm. um, but if that's true, like it really opens the door for, a lot of these kind of plays where you can use the combination of AI and nostalgia. Right. To you. I mean, let's talk about Elvis earlier. Now you could get Elvis, the original Elvis to Mm -hmm. do a commercial for you. Exactly. And it would look flawless, you know, before, you know, 10 years ago, it would look, it would look lip synced and, you know, mashed up, but now you can't tell the difference. Like it looks like you hired these guys on the spot. But yeah, I thought it was a good one. That one definitely caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like, is this a brand new brand? Like, I don't know this product. I have never, yeah, beforehand, I've never heard of it, but yeah. definitely remember them, you know, popcorners after this. Um, yeah, so now I'm like curious, like... Um, six flavors, remember that. <laughs> yeah. So popcorners, let's see. Go to their homepage. Mm-hmm. Um because they, you know, they're shaped like Doritos, yeah. but are they a Lay's brand or are they actually like a brand new brand that just rolled the dice and spent a lot of money on a show? And this is, and it's always interesting because Doritos is usually, they have, they spend a lot of money in Super Bowl ads, you know? I mean, they're, yeah. they're usually right there. And they had a couple, and they actually, one of them I actually kind of liked the, mm-hmm. the Doritos commercial uh, with the triangle. Yep. I kind of thought that was, you know, that was clever. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and and they're they're playing a different game, right? I mean, popcorners here, nobody's heard of them, or I had never heard of them. Yeah. So they're really trying to put themselves on the map. Doritos, it's now just part of their budget. We're gonna make a cool Super Bowl, Bowl commercial, right? Sure. It's it's a different, you know. I think it's a different. Um, they're looking for a different outcome, right? Than somebody like popcorners. Um, I can't. I don't see on their site like on popcorner site like yeah, it is a freeloaded product. Okay. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You got to think they're not, it's probably if they're putting money into a Super Bowl commercial, it's probably a major brand. So, right. So, if you click a few links, you end up at Frito Lay. So, it is a Frito Lay product after all. Mm -hmm. So, um, they didn't have to make new molds. They just used the old Doritos molds (laughs) and (laughs) um, figured it out. So, yep. So, where do you think that was rated? You can probably see my screen, but where do you, uh, where do you think that was rated on the USA Today's? Um, list. I would say it's got to be top, and I haven't seen it, but I would say it's probably top. I would say it's in the top five, and I would say probably number, at least number three. You were correct in the top five. It is number five, according to USA Today. Okay. And they gave it, I'm not sure exactly how they scored this. Let's Mm -hmm. see. Um, Rating them on a scale to one to 10 below are complete results in order of average score. So they had, um, I don't know who was judging these, but yeah, really. um, what was the criteria? Ad meters. Like, um, yeah. So on a scale of one to 10, not by the way, even number one got an average score of 6.56. So nothing was like off the charts. Sure. Good on a scale of one to 10. Right which we both felt that way when we were talking about it before the show. It's like, these are kind of, it's kind of a meh year for, for this one. Um, but popcorners came in at number five with a 6.26. Right. So pretty close Mm -hmm. to the top, which was 6.56. Yeah. Um, by the way, the number one spot was the farmer's dog. Ah, interesting. Which was, you know, it's pets. Yeah. Of course. Hard to, hard to out. How do a pet? Um, interestingly, like, um, the NFL run with it came in number two, mm-hmm. um, Amazon saving Sawyer, which is the one that had the naughty dog and they got the crate. Oh, okay. And, and you, you thought they were going to like give him away or something or put yeah. him in his crate all day. Mm-hmm. And they got him a buddy mm-hmm. instead. Um, uh, I remember Tamara reacting to that one. She was like, Oh my God, I thought they were going to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> that was that was a nice twist. That would have been a end. horrible commercial. <laughs> that would have been a horrible. <laughs> yeah, that would not have been good for Amazon for sure. If he, yeah, um, you could have gotten you. I mean, obviously, some intrigue from controversy. People would be mm-hmm. you know, majorly pissed, but uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah so feel goods. Was, I mean, anytime you can incorporate a pet, or uh, people love their dogs, love their cats. Yep. Um, and then. Number four was the Dunkin' drive-through with Ben Affleck, which I didn't think was great. Like I, I thought either. that was, I was like, yeah. yeah, so it's Ben Affleck, but yeah. I, don't, I don't really care. Right. I mean, the, Jennifer Lopez right at the end was kind of the best part of the commercial. Yeah, like just that was a nice twist. Um, but other than that, like you know, wasn't that great? This is what you do like all day. <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah. That was a pretty funny line. This is what you do all day when you leave. I like saved the whole commercial because other than that, without that yeah. twist at the end, it would not have been good. Yeah. 
Right. Um, I thought the you know the Binky Dad was kind of cool, like, yeah. but a little. I don't love those because it's you know it's kind of the stupid dad thing, mm-hmm. which is overdone, right? You know, in sitcoms and everything else. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I thought the triangle thing was good. That mm-hmm. ranked number fourteen on USA Today. Um, oh, here's one I, I forgot about, but I did like it when it happened, and that was the um, was it Sam Adams. Or no, the Blue Moon. Or I guess same. Uh, Blue Moon, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Miller Lite versus Coors Light, and it was actually a Blue Moon commercial. Was that, was that, oh, that one? I missed that one. I didn't see yeah, that. So one. there was like this fight between Miller Lite and Coors Light, but then at the end, it was like, actually, this is a, I think it was Blue Moon. But see, that's that pretty just, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's this one here. Let's show it. Yeah, there we go. Um, high state. It, it okay. won't make it won't make any sense on the on the sound because it's just like a bar fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll play it real quick. Okay. Is it like okay? So. For the first time in thirty years, Coors Light has an ad in the big game. Actually, this is a Miller Light. <laughs> Pretty good. Miller Taste. Cold as the Rockies. Forest commercial. Miller commercial. Actually, it's a blue moon commercial. So that was good. You know, it's got the classic. They waste a lot of money, though. People didn't watch till the very well, I mean, just right now, me trying to tell you which beer I was like, is it Blue Moon or Sam Adams? I right. don't, I can't right. remember. Like, right. like I definitely remember it was Miller and Coors. Yeah. So they actually gave more time. I wonder if they like sold that idea to those guys. And like, I wonder if Light and Coors also paid for part of that ad. I would sure. not be surprised if that was like a, yeah, that's a good a point. Group, a group thing. Yeah. Um, Cause there's, you know, there's Miller Light drinkers are not going to drink a Blue Moon. Yeah. They're, they're just probably not right? right. But a blue moon person's be like, yeah, that's much better. Mm-hmm. You know? So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, the one I liked is actually way down the list. In fact, I don't, I haven't even found it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I liked, it's way <laughs> Most down. obscure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought, I thought the crown Royal was pretty darn good. Um, cause it was like all the things that are from Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. I I do I remember that. Was pretty that one. good, but it yeah. was a little like, yeah. Screw you, like, right? right. Here's what <laughs> Canada's done. All, yeah, it, it was like you're hijacking the Super Bowl yep. to talk about Canada, like, right. you know. I, so I think it it could have backfired a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the opposite of the kind of feeling you want to evoke from your audience. Sure. Yeah. Um. You know, kind of bragging about, you know, you're better. Like that to me, it just didn't sit right. Even if it's true, it just didn't sit right. Yeah. So I think that's a danger. Yeah. Cause um, they're talking, we have football. We have football yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> then they said they were like, they created football. They created football. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mine was mine not like an actual Super Bowl ad. Maybe it was like right before or right after. Maybe it wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was maybe, like right uh, <clears throat> So mine was that I liked was mm-hmm. um, Tubi. 
which was going down the rabbit hole. Oh, yes. That was good. Because I was like, what are they doing? Like, what is this? Is like, this I the just, one where it's, you think that it's... The big scary rabbits, like, picking people up and dragging them down the into the hole with this, the screen. Okay, I stuff. didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. Let me, let me find it real quick. To be... Um, um, streaming platform, but it's all like free. Well, I all thought right. you were, I th- so they must have run a couple of them because there was also one where it looks like they're in the middle of the uh, broadcast, the Super Bowl broadcast, and then it breaks away from it. And it looks like you're scrolling through your apps on your uh, your smart TV, right? To yeah. Look, and, and it's I going, it's hitting the tube. Oh, that was, yeah, that was the fake out. Um, yeah, because it had people thinking that they were, they're like, what's going on? Who's messing with the remote? You know, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard I heard people talking about that one, but I think <laughs> I missed that one. The one I saw was just like the giant, like you know, rabbit costume. It was like a grungy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a almost like a horror movie rabbit. Yeah, like and he's like six foot tall, and he was like picking up people from their living room, oh, and he was funny. like carrying them down these rabbit holes. Yeah, so it was kind of like an Alice in Wonderland weird kind of thing but the, the idea was you're going down the rabbit hole ah, there was okay. all these screens as you were falling down the rabbit hole there's all these screens with all these videos and then at the end it was to be you know free free streaming um so that was that was the one i remember but yeah the i did not see the the remote one because i remember people talking about it. i was like i don't remember that yeah people um, were some people were freaking out like they yeah. sat on their remote and it was scrolling through the option options and people are like, what's going on? Who's got the remote? <laughs> yeah. What are like, you doing? So I, I typed in to be super bowl and that's, that's what it, the first things that come up is to be super bowl ad caused a stir. Yeah. Uh, to be fakes out viewers during yep. 2023, super which bowl is ad. smart to me. I, I, you know, if you're going to do something, do something that, that, that causes people to talk about it, you know, several yeah. days after. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, here it is. Uh, let me pull this in. So it's right here. Yeah. If we can make that. Now, what it, it to be, I have, no, and here's the thing prior to this, I had no clue as to what to be, to be was, but it, obviously it's a streaming platform amongst about a million right. other streaming platforms. Right. Hold on. There you go. Buffering. Oh, got an ad. Ugh. You can tell what I've been looking at lately. Free course. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Let me put the mic up to it. The Super Bowl 57 so far, Greg. The game going like you expected? Yeah, and so far, these teams, they've really... <laughs> yeah, see, my first impression when I saw that is I thought somebody was messing with the remote because we have a smart TV and... Yeah, like it's easy to uh, when you go back, you can hit, you can go back to the uh, the apps menu. Yeah, of course we're generally on who we're watching it through Hulu, um, and if it if it had hit a Tubi, we don't. I don't think we even have a Tubi app on on our TV. Yeah, but you don't even know what you know. If you're like most people, you don't even know what's on your smart TV. Exactly. Right? You got like, so what many options. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do Tubi. Rabbit hole. There it is. Yeah. To be rabbit hole. I didn't see that one. I must. I missed that one. 
I think it's buffering. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Rattle. Okay, I missed that completely. Missed that one. I didn't see yeah, that one at all. And, and I don't know if it was like you know, right before, right after maybe, mm-hmm. um, since it didn't make the USA today list or something, but, um, yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, if, if that's the case, it maybe Tubi was the winner because, uh, you know, they got, they got a lot of buzz afterwards for the remote thing. Um, but yeah, that one got my attention because I didn't know where they were going with it at the beginning. So I can you know, you kind of had to keep watching Yeah, to see where the, what this giant rabbit was doing with people. Um, and that's, that's the hardest part, right? Capturing attention. You know, it's like, couldn't get up and leave to go to the bathroom because you're like, what is this giant rabbit doing? Like, why is he taking people? Um, <laughs> yeah. and it, it, little things like that. It's amazing what can keep your attention. And it's kind of the opposite of what you would think. Like, you need a good hook and right at the beginning of the video. <clears throat> like, it's got to right. be clear. You got to give them a big promise. It, like, yeah. none of that, right? It's just like, sure. no curiosity still wins the day a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. So, yeah. Very um, interesting. Yeah. For the most part though, um, pretty subpar. I mean, yeah, I just think yeah, you that, didn't um, hear much talk about it afterwards, you know, no, there just wasn't didn't. a lot of chatter period right. about the, sh- the commercials this year. So, no, which is a little bit of a shame, but, um, I know a lot of, somebody spent a lot of money and yeah. I guess it's relative for those guys. It's not that big of a, a budget for a lot of these guys. So I was reading from this, uh, our, when we went through the uh, forbidden knowledge archive last week, and I actually printed out every one of, you know, that whole manual. And I've just been going through it in the past week. It's really good. But I think what this, um, the, all the wasted money spent on Super Bowl ads, what it reminds me of is, Mm -hmm. is that people don't really tie tap into you know the mass of humanity out there what the what they're seeking to do and it's hard to do for a lot of products because they're commodity products you know so there's yeah. only so much you can do but here's here's something that I read in the in one of the uh, sections of this um, outline that or at the uh, manual that you that we talked about last week um, the truth about communication, It says the average person is neither fulfilled nor happy. He goes through life subtly tortured by the burdensome feeling that something is missing. Something is lacking. Something is not quite right. Yeah. We all know that uh, Henry David Thoreau quote, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed desperation. Uh, A stereotype, but unconscious despair is concealed even under what, are called the games and amusements of mankind, which of course was the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> I mean, Super Bowl is modern day Roman gladiator, right? I mean, right. That's all it exactly. Is. Literally, I think about that all the time. Like, you know, two thousand years from now, people are going to come 
to the U.S. and they're going to see these ruins of stadiums. Like, yeah. you know, when when America falls and it's no no longer like, yeah, you know, they'll see all these. It's like, man, what was up with the, every big city has has these stadiums? Like, I can just see archaeologists like trying to figure out <laughs> all these coliseums and what right. did they do here and that they were and all that kind of replaced stuff. Replaced every ten years, pretty much. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, and none of them have lasted as long. They just <laughs> blow them up. So maybe there won't be any left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is interesting how, and if you remember watching Gladiator, the movie, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's what Caesar was saying. It's like, well, you know, you got to keep them entertained so they don't revolt. That's right. Keep the masses yeah. entertained. Yep. But uh, keep uh, them entertained. Yeah, exactly. But it's, you know, people don't, you know, I, I think advertisers forget to tap into the, you know, the feel, the, the, the normal people out there, you know, it's all about clever, um, you know, clever, uh, commercials today, you know, clever, yeah, well, how, I guess how, how much, how much more, you know, how much more creative can we get? Oh, you know, these are creative ad agencies or creative, um, you know, agencies put this out and they're, I think it, they're always in, comp- in competition with one another that can, I mean, to see who can, top the other and get people to yeah, talk I mean, about it. But ultimately it's not really selling the product. It's not really. Um, yeah. I mean, they're trying to win the Clio awards. They're trying to win the different awards, you know, for yeah. best creative, but at the same time, I mean, you know, in, in light of just what we just said, like they're trying to entertain, yeah. um, which is great from a one point of view, but yeah, from the average, from the actual product owner's point of view or, you know, company's point of view, does that help the bottom line? Yeah. Does that actually help them make money? Probably not. There was only one commercial that I saw there that did some call to action, direct response. Did you, there, yeah. and I can't even remember because yeah, one of them had a, had an actual it was QR, a code, QR code again. Yes. QR code. Um, I think Timu, Timu shop like a billionaire was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I could see people. That's an easy to remember website that you could go to or an app that you could download. Cause I think it's mm-hmm. actually an app. Which interestingly, that made that was number fifty mm-hmm. um, on the USA Today list. But that actually, to me, I bet they got more traffic than most of the others because it was like if you like to shop online, I could see that you would have, that you would have pulled that app up. Yeah, because right. they were showing like cool fashion for like ten bucks and less. Yeah, so like you'd have to be intrigued if you're into shopping and that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, so that, I mean, that's one thing I would, I would, now I'm curious, so I'm just going to pull it up. Um, did Timu site, that's how you know you got a good ad, right? Did yeah. your site crash during the Super Bowl or not? <laughs> should be the metric. That should be the standard. Um, yeah, seriously. I mean, uh, yeah. So like, um, yeah, e-commerce startup Timu airs first Super Bowl spot twice. This is from Adweek. And that was the one with the QR, right? Put I'm not QR. sure if it had the QR code or or what it had. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was kind of the look and it was, um, she was shopping and she was buying like dresses for like $9 and, you know, $7 and things like that. Um, so, but it doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. Got to be a member of Adweek to see it. Sure. So, okay. Um, but yeah, that one caught my attention too. I mean, I'm not the demographic, so it didn't, 
like really wild me, but I, it did get my attention. Like, oh, I bet that one works. Sure. I mean, I did, I do remember thinking that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think for us, like it was underwhelming overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like the breaking bad reference. Yeah. Um, I like the rabbit hole curiosity. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I will say this. I bought nothing I bought <laughs> from zero. any of those, yeah. from those commercials. Um, so it, I mean, ultimately that's the metric, right? Did, did anybody buy anything? Yeah. You know what? And you could save a ton of money. I mean, the lesson from all of this is that, um, some of the best ads are the ones that I see on, you know, what do we buy from some of the ads that we see on Facebook and YouTube that are tied into our interest, um, that tell stories and that are really, you know, specific to our own interests, because I mean, they're smart advertisers. They know exactly what, you know, obviously we're, we're looking at. I think it's a total waste of money. Um, you know, it's fun, it's entertaining and they're going to do it because they're big brands. So they're going to spend the yeah. money cause it's just, right. it's built in. It's, it's, it's part of the budget, you know, yeah. for these big brands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially the Pepsis and the, sure. you know, Doritos, which is the same company basically. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, that's just a line item in their budget Super Bowl right. ad. You know, there's probably a team that works on it all mm-hmm. year. Um, I need to figure out how to freelance for that team, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a nice check every year for no doubt. You know, something that doesn't necessarily have to work. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we say this every year. It's like there is a place for branding, but you just continue to wonder as a director. You know, people who like that direct response, like how could you do this better? Yeah, and simple things, especially with QR codes and that technology making a comeback. What was that? Three years ago that mm-hmm. QR code kind of made a comeback at the Super Bowl. Right. Um, after it had been dead. Um, so now that that, you know, that's pretty simple and people have their phones literally while they're watching the Super Bowl. Right. It's not like, you know, five, six years ago, people had to go, you know, maybe pick the phone up. Yeah. You know, from the counter to scan a QR code. Now it's already in their hand. Right. Like people don't even put the phone down during the Super Bowl because they're, they're tweeting about the last, you know, play that the ref, the bad call the ref made, sure. or they're tweeting about, you know, whatever they're on, um, you know, the betting sites, checking their, their bet or making a last minute bet, you know, for the first quarter, second quarter. Like, so people now have their phones in their hand constantly yeah. right. during the game. Yeah. And I don't think advertisers are taking advantage of that. Yeah. Nope. Like they could be. Nope. Exactly. Like I said, like the big QR code, that's like, almost the size of your screen, you know, that yeah. anybody can nowadays where you just throw it up there and zap it. I mean, that's, yeah, now all, you know, what was it? Five or six years ago, you like had to have an, almost have to have an app to read the QR code. Right. Now your camera just recognizes it. And reads exactly. It. Like you don't even have to, you don't need a special app for it. So, so what I'm going to do, Sean, I'm going to, before we close out, I'm going to give an example of, an ad that worked incredibly well on me. Okay. And it was a low cost, low budget ad on LinkedIn that I saw. Okay. But it told a great story and it hooked me on a product that I didn't need. Uh, how many belts do you have in your, in your closet, Sean, right now? Let me ask you hanging. Oh man. I probably have 10. I don't think I ever wear them. 
Exactly. <clears throat> Why wouldn't I don't even I don't even meet people as often as you do. I mean, I'm a <laughs> freelancer that sits at home in my sweatpants. Like I right. don't need a belt. <clears throat> so here's a here's a product and I got it I, I ordered it based on First of all, there's a couple of reasons why I ordered it. It's a company called um, Mac Belts. I'm going to hold up the box right here. You ever heard of this company, Sean? Mac Belts? I have not. This is a veteran-owned company, which, Sean, as we say, we like to support our veterans out there. We've mentioned a number of um, veteran-owned companies that, um, you know, we've uh, promoted or featured or talked about on our show in the past. This is a uh, a guy. He's a former um, former Navy SEAL, retired. He's got an intriguing story. I found it. I found him first on LinkedIn. But here's his. Uh, he tells his story. Each um, I got the order in, and it, he does belts. That's it. Belts. Mac yeah. Mac belts is it. <laughs> these so are pr- these are premium belts though. And uh, yeah. his story. He gives his card in it. And I'm going to give a yep. shout out to him, not because just the fact that he's a veteran, but his story just really moved me. He says, my name is Mac. I'm a business, I'm a small business owner. I've made 3,500 belts with my bare hands in the last year and a half, including one, the one you're holding right now. Yep. That's right. I don't have a single employee. I've been fueled by my pain past and anger. It drove me to work like a madman because outside of Mac belts, I felt like I had nothing to offer to the world anymore. So he's, he's telling, I mean, obviously if you know this guy's story, he came out of the military. He had, I think there was some, uh, a lot of PTSD and he went through some really dark times, uh, before he turned his life around. He said before Mac belts, my identity was in my service. And as a special operator, and a career that ended too soon due to an injury I received while deployed overseas. He says, I made this belt and it will forever be a part of what helps me keep going. And I will always be thankful to you. The photo is more than, you know, Uh, one year ago, I stood in this same spot, broke, broken, and looking for a reason to keep, to keep going on my life from finances to physical health, and by every other measurable standard was a wreck. <laughs> so really lays it out. It's pretty, um, pretty moving. Um, you know, I think, it, I don't, I don't think it's BS. I think this guy really, I mean, he's really been on the rebound and, yeah. um, and so, but the quality of this, I mean, so he sends these in a box, you get it. And it's a belt, man. It's a belt that, you know, I mean, these are, it's like all leather, completely full leather belt. Yeah. Um, Some thick leather too. And it's thick metal too. I mean, there's videos of him on LinkedIn where he can, I mean, you basically take this out and this use it as a weapon. He's using it in, in one instance, he uses it to uh, bust open a, a car window in case somebody's trapped, uh, which wow. is actually pretty cool. But um, yeah. You know, inside he puts the, you know, obviously. That's a great demonstration too, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best. And then he puts the support our troops sticker in there. It's like one in a million that you would ever actually need that. But still, it's cool. Yeah, he actually, he's got a video of him pulling it off of his, uh, pulling the belt off his wife. If you see this thing, it's like the soup, the thickest metal. So this thing, if you got hit by this thing, you would, (laughs) it would knock you literally unconscious. It's like a uh, military ammo can. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, I mean, here, here's a product that no one needs, but yep. the story that he told was so intriguing in the work that he put into it and in making these belts, crafting them, his attention to detail. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. The fact that he's, here's someone who's really turned his life around and you hope the story's authentic. And I think it, I'm, I'm certain that it is based <laughs> on everything that I've read who knows anymore <laughs> as Seth, Go- as Seth uh, Godin or Godin said years ago, all marketers are liars, but yeah. I think this guy's story is pretty, pretty true. Hopefully this is not a, hopefully this is not a liver King issue. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. 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 That, that was, would be, that'd be bad. Um, no, I yeah, think looks- this, th- I mean, this guy's really, um, it, it's, it's an intriguing story. So if you, if you yeah. go to his website, you can learn more about it. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just Mac belts, M A C K yep. belts.com. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I'll I can, you, I can tell you, there's a, a lot of people on, uh, the LinkedIn social media that have ordered that they say nothing but great things there. I mean, he's, he's well supported. As far as the look and the quality, it reminds me of, um, Saddleback leather, which we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. in the past, you know, right. I would buy the black one. I'm a, I, I typically, mm-hmm. that's typically the color I buy. What you got the brown. I got the brown. Yeah. Uh, I got the brown. Uh, um, yeah. I might, I might put that on the Christmas list for next year, her birthday yeah. list, yeah. you know, nice belt. Unbreakable. Uh, they'll last a lifetime. I mean, as thick as these things are leather. Um, well, I mean, even some of the, the ones I have in my closet are probably 15 years old. Yeah, I mean, back right. from my suit wearing days, you know, yeah. that I've just never gotten rid of. Right. So, um, and they still fit by the way, just, mm-hmm. just throwing that out there. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> that's, that's a win. That's good. Um, that's good. different notch for sure, but hey, they still fit as long as they still fit. That's right. Um, um yeah, that, that's how I know, like, you know, it's like, you don't need to scale. You just need to know like everyone, you know, that every fourth month when you put on a belt you're like okay same yeah. notch that, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm okay yeah you know right but um yeah so yeah that's that's a good example I'm, i tell you i'm surprised that he was on linkedin that's interesting yeah. to me that's how i first found him i mean i'm sure he's I, all over the place but LinkedIn. i would expect that to be a instagram well now i'll see him everywhere because i've probably been pixeled mm-hmm. um but yeah to, to think that it was on instagram that's pretty gutsy to yeah. you don't see a lot of e-com on it on linkedin no, you don't. Um, so that's a that's a good move. It uh, was, it was because I mean, who do you think? I mean, you see, you see a lot of people that'll, you know, that I think he tells more. He spends more time on LinkedIn telling his entrepreneur story um, yeah. okay. than anything. Well, than it makes selling sense because, yeah, yeah, because it makes sense because the LinkedIn crowd is probably more likely to be wearing belts day to day, right? Yep. Than the Instagram crowd or the Facebook crowd, exactly. Right? So right. it does make sense. I just. Yeah. I probably would have missed that, you know, mm-hmm. he, um, no, that's good. That's good market research right there. Very good. Good, Very good, good. avatar thinking. So, mm-hmm. yep. All right. Well, I guess we could wrap up, yeah. uh, with Super Bowl edition. I think we're going to do another show on something. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got some email stuff to cover and, yeah. uh, part two. So we'll spend yes. some time on that to all of our listeners. You can find us at persuasion by the We'll put some links to some of the stuff. I said, we don't have an affiliate with uh, Mac belts or anything like that. It's just something cool. If you want to support a real entrepreneur out there uh, who is a veteran um, and has a really cool story to share, 
um, you should check it out, MacBelts.com. So we'll post a link. But uh, yeah, to all of our listeners out there, hope you have a uh, a great weekend. Of course, we got another show coming up, so we'll see you on the next episode of Keeping Tight. And um, Sean, it's been fun, man. We'll see you next week. See you.